Hey, welcome back from the holidays. Welcome to you. Welcome to me. I hope you had a great break. I certainly did. I had a good time with my family. A um, few surprises here and there, some tough, some good. Um, but we we had a good time and I got to have some rest and realize I need another holiday break to have some more rest. <laughs> So as I start the year, I am going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to take a slow start. I'm just really going to focus on coaching and, uh, and slow my little engine down. Podcast will continue. Of course, I, um, I think I'm going to slow my wheels down and just really focus on continuing to fill my tank so that I can pour out and give to you guys. So, uh, happy new year to you. Happy new year to me. We have got a, oh, we've got a great episode today. I think it's really fun. Our guest is very special. As you listen to her, I I want to encourage you to think of how this can apply to you and your year. We're going to talk about bucket lists, your dream list. And she's talking about, uh, you know, a life to-do list. But I want you to think about it just in this year. And you can go beyond that, of course, but but start with just this year. What are a couple of things that you really want for yourself. And know that I am here to help you however I can. I have a new coaching package that I'm very excited about. It is called the Clarity Package. And these are one-on-one private sessions between you and me. Everything is completely confidential. And this is for when you know that something in your life needs to change, but you don't really know what and you don't really know how. Perhaps something that's been lingering for a while, a little dissatisfaction or maybe a little dream that you haven't acted on, a a bucket list item perhaps. And together, we will talk about all of the things that have been swirling on around inside of you, all of the thoughts you've had, the fears, the little nudges you think maybe from the Lord. And together, we will put it all out on the table, take a look at it and see what it is that you actually want and need to do in your life and how you can make it happen. So that is the Clarity Package. Check it out. It's on my website, makeitjoy.com. That's on the Work With Me page. And okay, buckle up, put on your skydiving helmet, and let's listen to Annette White from Bucket List Journey. This one's a fun one. I'll catch you at the end. Caroline Music, and I'm a certified life and spiritual coach, and I love to help women live life with more joy. My job is to completely and wholeheartedly believe the best in you and believe the best for you. I think that life is meant to be enjoyed, and we're meant to live with passion, purpose, and fun. In this podcast, we will talk about all things joy, what brings you joy, what keeps you from joy, and how to just enjoy life more in general. You are uniquely and wonderfully made. And you are who you are and how you are for a reason. My hope for you is that you will adore being you. Build a life you love, soak up as many moments as you can, and enjoy the heck out of life. Welcome to the Make It Joy podcast. Annette, hello and Happy New Year. How are you? Oh, happy new year. I'm really good. I'm happy to be here this year. Me too. I'm glad to be here this year as well. (laughs) Well, you know, when I found you, I found you when I first started the podcast. I don't even think that I had, I may not have even recorded an episode yet. And I was just looking for people 
to have on the show. And, you know, I, I do like to have people on that I, that I really like myself and that I think would be helpful to the people listening. And I found you and you were such, you were such a fun find because of what you do and what you're about and your, your beautiful website and blog. And I, I loved your story and I just loved everything about you. And we've finally got you on. I'm just, I'm beyond thrilled. And guys, you're in for it. Annette is just, I love what you're about. Well, you're the, you're the bucket list queen. And so before we get into all things bucket list, I know guys, I know some of y'all are not crazy about the term bucket list. And so Annette, just to um, assuage any discomfort about the phrase, can you yeah. give us a couple alternative thoughts or alternative phrases where same idea, but maybe a more palatable phrase for some people who don't like the phrase? Yeah. I mean, I understand that, too, that some people, you know, don't like that term. And so I don't think it's super important that you have to call it a bucket list. You can call it so many things. It's more important that you have your dreams and your goals on there. So, I mean, you can call it a life list, a dream list, um, life's aspiration list, my lifetime goals. Oh, my gosh, my life's to do list, uh, meaningful goals list, things to conquer. There's so many different things you can call it. So, guys, as we're going through this, we're going to talk about bucket lists. And that's what we're saying. But if you don't like that word, you come up with your own word. This is this is we're here for you. So, all right, Annette. Now, what the heck is a bucket list? <laughs> well, the definition <laughs> the Webster def definition is um, a things to do before you die. I like to say that it is things to do and experiences to have in your lifetime. Well, what kind of stuff qualifies as a as a bucket list item? Do these need to be really hard things, things that feel slightly out of reach, or what's some what what are some good things that could go on there? Kind of good parameters or guidelines for a for a list. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that all the items on your list have to be these ginormous goals, you know, like, I don't know, trek across the US or something like that. And I don't believe that. I believe that they can be of all sizes. It could be small, large. I think the most important part is that um, you're going to have a new experience while doing it, you know, and of course, it's great if it's something that kind of pushes you a little bit out of your comfort zone, because that's where a lot of growth happens. But there's so many different things to try in this world. It could be little, it could be big. I think it's just important to put it all on there. And you know, I think that when making these lists, a lot of us can think of, okay, I need to have like my top four or five things that I want to do and then check them off. But is this something that we're trying to accomplish and then just have done? Or is this an ongoing kind of unfinished list that just keeps getting added to? feel like it is something that's unfinished only because there's so many new things that are going to come up as you're having all these new experiences. You're going to be doing one thing and something else is like happening on the side. And you're like, oh my gosh, I want to do that too. So it's hard to just leave it be once you write your first list. I'm always adding to mine. Um, I just think it's most important to just check some of the items off. And you can even break your big list down into mini lists like a this year I want to do this and that will end up being your finished list. But I think a real bucket list is kind of never ending. I I, I like that perspective. I haven't heard it before. It, I yeah. always approached it as like 
do these and then you're dead. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. if you don't yeah. know, you wasted your life. Yeah. So I like your approach. It sounds like your approach is more about just like soaking up the most of this continual life that we have, just soaking up what you can as you're journeying through your life. And it's just this ongoing process yeah. where life itself is just ongoing and we just keep adding beauty to it as we go. Yeah. Well, I love that. I mean, I think for me, it's just really about having all sorts of different experiences and not limiting yourself, you know, to having just like one goal and this is the one thing I have to accomplish. But there's so many things in the world to do and so many things I want to do. I want to have everything on there and I want to try everything. And then who knows, you might find your new passion by doing that. Yeah. You got to try stuff before you know what you really like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes we, without exposure to things, have no idea that you have a talent for it or have a, an interest in it. I mean, how would you know that you're good at the violin or care about the violin unless you take lessons, right? Absolutely. Well, can we talk about your bucket list and what are some of the things that you have got on uh, on your current list and on on the list that you've had in the past? Oh my gosh, I have like over a thousand <laughs> things on my list. So I mean, oh, man, I, have I love every, it. I have everything from like hiking the uh, Inca Trail to Machu Picchu to milking a cow. So it goes <laughs> all across the board. Um, like on on my birthday, I try and do a few bucket list items. <laughs> so uh, on my birthday a year ago or two years ago, I wanted to be blonde for a day because I've been brunette my whole life. So I bought a wig and I wore a blonde wig the whole day everywhere I went with all my friends and everything. It was so much fun. It was just so different, you know, and it uh, was simple. it more fun. That's the question. Was it more fun as a blonde? I had fun. <laughs> I don't know about more fun, but I did. It was fun. It was just fun to do something different. And every every person I ran into, I kept telling them, um, "I'm just wearing this blonde wig just for today." And my friends keep saying, "Don't tell anybody. They don't know." <laughs> Honest to a fault, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. What are some other yeah. things you've done? That sounds off. I mean, it sounds like you've yeah. got some biggies done, and then yeah. some just some things that are really based on, "Hey, I feel like doing that thing." Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been so blessed to have done so many things. I've like um gone kayaking with beluga whales in Manitoba, which was totally amazing. I've been to Jordan and walked through Petra and spent the night in the desert of Wadi Rum and rode camels. So I've done those things. I've, you know, milked a cow and worked a pottery wheel. Actually this year I checked that off my bucket list with my husband. We had a date night where um we took a pottery class. I learned that it's way harder than it looks. It is. I've taken one too. It's very relaxing, but it's, uh, I think you have to go in thinking, I'm going to be bad at this and just enjoy the therapy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's hard to get it symmetrical. It so is. You know, you watch the movie Ghost and you're thinking, this is going to be so simple. But no, I wasn't. But let's point out that at the end, they mess up what they're creating. So we really don't know if it was symmetrical. So it may oh, okay. have just been messed up and they were like, <laughs> okay, let's make it romantic because we messed it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to know, okay, how about we do maybe a little popcorn question? Like, what was your favorite this? What was your favorite that? And um, so are you, are you game for that? Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. What? Is, and we can do, you don't have to do absolute most favorite because that's really okay. hard. Let's like, say one. <laughs> We'll say what was one of your most favorite. Okay. So what was one of the 
most fun things that you've done? Oh, the most fun things. Oh, um, the most fun is I went tidal board rafting in Nova Scotia. Um, they have these like extreme tides in Nova Scotia and they cause these tidal waves that it's almost like whitewater rafting, except you're in the rapid all the time and your boat goes under the water and it comes back up and it was crazy. So that was really, really fun. Oh, that was wow. probably okay. one of, yeah. When I remember that was fun. Um, that sounds like it could be this next question. <laughs> what yeah. is the, one of the scariest things that you've yeah. done? No, that's not it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, skydiving um, <gasps> was so scary. So scary. I, I don't even know. I don't know if I could do it again. <laughs> it was that scary, <laughs> but it was I fantastic. <laughs> that one seems like, um, one of the, like when you think of a bucket list to me, that's the quintessential thing that you do. That's Absolutely. like top three. Absolutely. So was that on your list early? It was on my list early. Uh, how, okay. So you're, how long are you actually in the air and the entire time? Are you thinking, I might die. Or are you thinking this is awesome or calm? Yeah, I don't think you have time to think you might die. <laughs> because you're, you jump out of that plane and you're free falling. I thought I want to say for 40 seconds. Don't, don't quote me. I can't remember. Um, but you're free falling and then they pull the chute and you're just that at that point, I think you're hoping, I hope the chute opens, just open, yeah. just open. Right. And then once it opens, then it's kind of gets a little boring <laughs> because you're like, what? what happened? <laughs> like you're just, it's almost like parasailing. So, but yeah, I never felt though after that more powerful than ever. I don't know. You just feel so powerful. Like you could do anything. I wanted to go oh. and do anything after that. I'm like, let me go back up there. I'll jump out of that plane again. <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. oh, I love that. I think doing things that empower or just make you feel like I did this thing I was scared of it gives you this inner strength and kind of a feeling like you can't mess with me world I'm I've got this taken care of you don't know what I've just done yeah yeah okay so what is uh what is the most meaningful thing that you have done oh my gosh um let's see I've donated blood which was super meaningful I've uh, volunteered in Africa. We went to an orphanage. Um, and I brought like little water balloons to make into uh, animals, you know, water. Uh, yeah. They weren't water balloons. Then they were just those blow up balloons that you make into little animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so we just spent time with the kids and uh, showed them how to do it. And that was really fun. That was super meaningful to me. Mm. Um, I also went to a cancer treatment center in Mexico city, um, and spoke with some of the children there and brought gifts. Uh, and that was, it's just amazing with kids to me, I think, because they're so resilient and I don't, I, I, there's something about just being amongst them and realizing that even though they have so much going on, they're still so happy. Mm. And I loved it. Yeah. So those were very meaningful. Oh, those are wonderful. Well, what was just one of your all out just favorite things you've done? So hard. Um, I think <laughs> one of, it's kind of ties in with the meaningful, but one of the most favorite is um, hiking the Inca Trail to Machu Picchu because I did it with my husband. It was something that was kind of on my list, but he really wanted to do it. And he doesn't 
say he wants to do stuff too much. You know, he just goes along and does whatever I want, <laughs> which yeah, is great. I love it. Great, great partner. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was one thing he really wanted to do. And it was so hard and he's way more athletic than me. And so I was so nervous about doing it. Uh, and every day was just a struggle for me, but he helped me through it. And I don't, it was just a bonding experience, but also an experience where it was something I thought I wasn't going to make it till the end. I know some friends who tried it and didn't finish. And so I was just terrified, but I made it to the end. It was I don't know, such a sense of accomplishment. Oh, wow. Well, is it, is it three, four days? It's four days. And yeah, it's the altitude that just really is rough. Oh. I mean, so the, it, I mean, the, it's, the hike is rough too. On day two is the worst. Um, really? It's like 12 hours of hiking and yeah. Yeah, it's 10 hours uphill, two hours down, and it's it's brutal in the altitude, but yeah. But when you got there, how was the view? What was it like being there? Oh, my God, so amazing. There's nothing, I don't know, there's nothing like that feeling of satisfaction and pride of yourself, right? Like, it's not often that we feel so much pride of something that we do, so... I, don't know, I just felt proud and seeing the site. I'm like, I can't, for one, I can't believe I'm here looking at this beauty, but also that I made it. <laughs> yeah. I made it. Oh, and there you are. I, I hadn't taken a shower in four days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you're there and you're in this ancient world. I mean, it looks yeah. it's really stunning. It and I just got to know once you're there, how long are you actually at the top? Yeah, you're there maybe an hour. You get yeah. <laughs> It's not long. And you know what? Honestly, I mean, Machu Picchu is gorgeous and you do want to see it. It's so beautiful. But the things you see along the way when you hike are almost as beautiful. You get to see runes like that and climb on them. And it's, um, yeah, it's stunning. So it was completely worth it, the whole experience. Nice. And okay. it's so funny. You get to the top. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that little tangent. You get to the top. And um, of course, you know, I'm a social media person. I like to post on Instagram. And you want to be one of those girls in these beautiful dresses and all these things. And I'm like, no shower for days. My hair is up in a bun. Like, <laughs> and you don't care. You're like, I was just so proud of myself. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> oh, that's what I love to hear. Like, you're just flowing with, I was proud of myself. I accomplished yeah. this. I felt so strong. These are, these are really, really important words. We're going to get to that, guys. But I just listen as we're talking. These are very inspiring words. Okay. Uh, what is something that taught you the most about the world and other cultures? Oh, gosh. Um, Africa. Yeah hands down. Being on safari in Africa and visiting um, some of the indigenous people there, incredible. The Maasai there and being able to walk through their huts and see how they live and see what they eat and how they hunt and uh, it, it, amazing. I think it, like that is one experience African safari I feel like should be on most people's bucket list. <laughs> oh, wow. How long were you I know. There? I know I'm biased. Um, I've been, I've been twice and I was there a week each time. Okay. Is that a good amount? Yeah, that's a good amount. Like I did four days of safari and then the other day is kind of just visiting 
um, the people and just, I don't know, going, walking around town and things like that. As you're talking about safari, I have to question something I've believed my whole life. I've always thought the safari is you wake up, you get on the little Jeep and you, somebody drives you through the lands and you see all the animals. Is that what a safari is or is there more to it? Um, that is a lot of what a safari is, but you're also going to different parks. So you're seeing different types of animals and you're searching for certain ones. So it's kind of a little game too, to find, to find a rhino really, because those are oh. really hard to find. Are they? <laughs> but then also and- a lot of the companies will take you to some of the indigenous people's tribe land and their homes and you get to kind of see how they live and or buy their products or whatever and so or you'll go to a bar a local bar they'll take you to local bars and you get to stay in some of these beautiful I don't know what to even call them they're little hotels but they're like little oasis out in the middle of nowhere they're really really beautiful you can't believe that they could even get electricity out there so there's a lot to it there's a lot Oh man, how cool. Well, Annette, you, I, I mean, this is just amazing stuff, but I know that you're, you're pretty open on your website and in your Instagram about what it was like before you were little misadventure pants. I mean, <laughs> I love you, that. That's going to be my new tagline, misadventure pants. <laughs> Well, uh, can you paint a picture for us about like what you were like before? Yeah. Um, Well, (laughs) I think just like many people, I suffered from some severe anxiety and it put a lot of limitations on my life. Um, I had all the classic symptoms, you know, the tunnel vision, the panic attacks, body shakes, you name it. (laughs) I pretty much had it. And I was like, going to the emergency room all the time. I was kind of like a regular there. <laughs> not She's too, here. Not too embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that went on for about um, 20 years. Oh, wow. That, and then I kept getting sent away from the doctor being like, you have anxiety. Go, go deal with that. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. I have something else. Um, and then finally there was just this moment where I was just done. I was so tired of living that way. And I had to make a decision that I didn't want to anymore. I was on my bedroom floor and I remember it and I'm like, I can't, I need to make a change. So during that moment I decided, well, first I'm not going to let fear make my decisions for me. That was one promise I made to myself that day. And the other was to start living my bucket list by taking one step every day towards my goals. Um, And then after that, I started reading everything I could about fear, anxiety. I started a little uh, cognitive behavioral therapy program on my own, you know, and just over time just felt better and was able to do more things. It wasn't easy. I'm not going to... This is the short version. Yeah. It was hard. And to be honest, it comes back. It's not like it just goes away forever. And the older I get, I I feel it kind of creeping. And But now I have the tools better to kind of backtrack um, and say, okay, I'm going to start all over again at what I was doing before. And you have to just be consistent. Well, do you know what you were afraid of? Or was it just kind of a general feeling? 
Um, I was, I mostly had like, and still health anxiety. So I was afraid of, I don't even know if it was dying as much as being sick and somebody having to take care of me, being vulnerable, kind of things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I do have a little bit of social anxiety in a way that I don't like to be in big groups of people. <laughs> yeah. That might just be common sense, though. I'm not so yeah. sure. <laughs> You've labeled some things uh, anxiety that might just be smart. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> well, so I, you just said that it took work, but I, I think I've, I've also heard you say on another show that it, it really, really took a lot of work. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I believe you said you hinted at it may have taken almost five years to feel like you, you really felt um, kind of sure-footed or like you knew how to use your tools. And so, I'd I'd love if you could talk a, a little bit more about. Um, I know you're a big advocate for working hard, and so am I. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want guys. We don't want to scare you off of the hard work. But one thing I talk about is there's this passive way of living your life, and then an active way and paying attention to your mind is a big part of that because your mind is, it's a busy body and it's just receiving things and creating things all the time. And you do have to take an active approach when you look at your mind and that does take work. And so I was just wondering if you could just talk a little bit more about the work that you did, maybe even some of the kind of work. I think what you said about the mind is so true. It is so powerful, but I do believe the mind is also a muscle and it could be trained. Um, and when you are thinking negative thoughts all the time, that is a trained behavior. This is what I believe. I am not a doctor, <laughs> but what worked for me was, I, mean, I did many things, but the one thing that I think that was so important was I challenged all my negative thoughts. So I got a notepad um, at that time, they didn't have like iPhones. <laughs> it was back in the day. Um, and, <laughs> and I, every negative thought I had, I wrote down that negative thought. And then underneath it, I would write down, well, what is the reality? Is this thought a fact? And what would, is most likely going to happen? And I did that for over two months. And mm. boy, I tell you, I needed many, many journals <laughs> because you, I think you don't realize how many negative thoughts you have in a day until you're really stopping and thinking about them and acknowledging them and trying to fix them. But after a while of doing that, those negative thoughts were starting to think more positively. Of, they were starting to reflect what I was writing down, basically. So that was one of the most helpful things. And honestly, I'm doing it again right now because I've noticed as I'm getting older that I'm starting to think a little negatively and I don't want to get back in that pattern or build that muscle. <laughs> I don't yeah. want that muscle. <laughs> so I said, but now I have an app. <laughs> uh, I can do it on my phone now. It's much easier. Uh, What's your app? Yeah. Um, I use actually just the diary app because it's, it's very simple. And so every day I just write down any thought that I have that is negative and what the real thought is or, or the reality of what is probably going to happen. And then I also on that same app, instead of, I know gratitude journals are super popular and I do love to list gratitudes, 
But I found a new thing that I like a little bit more. And at the end of the day, I just list all the things that went right that day. Because I noticed when I was listing my gratitudes, they were kind of all the same sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for my family, or I'm grateful for my house, or, you know, and I think when I went through my whole day and listed everything that went right, it mixed it up. But it also made me realize, man, a lot of things went good today. <laughs> I'm only concentrating on those bad things, but a lot of things actually did go good. So those are the, the those are the two things that I I do. Well, it sounds like you guys, those are two excellent things that you can try. But also one thing that you said in it is that mm -hmm. you said one thing that worked for me and another thing that worked for me. And so there's whenever you're kind of coming to terms with your own mind and how it works and how you operate in the world, there's really not a right way. There's a way that yeah. works for you. And did you try a whole bunch of stuff until you found your oh, right way? Oh, yeah, yeah. And a whole, and I want to say, created a whole system for myself. There's so many different tools you can use and some do work for you and some don't, you know. Um, I know that in meditation is good and it, I do do it today. I didn't do it back in the 20 years ago because I could not figure it out. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand this <laughs> mindful meditation stuff. I am not calm enough for this. Um, but today I do do it. So it works today, but it didn't work back then. So I think you just have to find what works for you, but you also have to be consistent mm. and doing it once and thinking it doesn't, this isn't helping, isn't, isn't helping <laughs> really. Right. Like, yeah. You just have to have that consistency and just keep moving forward and understanding that you're going to have setbacks too. You're going to feel great one day and you're going to be like, this is working, this is working. And the next day you backtrack a little bit and it's okay. That's what it's all about. That's what growing is about. Going back, going forward. It's just the way it is. Yeah. And that's living too. That's just yeah, life. You know? for sure. But all, everything, and that's, this is all how it is with joy too. Joy is, I don't believe joy just comes naturally. It, to some people it does. God bless you. But it is something, it's a skill, just yeah. like uh, managing your anxiety or yeah. not believing in yourself. And and guys, you just want to find the easiest, most accessible on-ramp that you actually like doing. You want something that you don't feel like you should do or it should look like this, like meditation. Annette, at the time, it, maybe you feel like you should do it. It wasn't a fit. Yeah. You know it is. So you just want to find, guys, find your way, explore until you find your way. And Annette, does it get easier? It absolutely gets easier because I think you know what the tools are and you know what works for you. So, and I know right now, hey, if I consistently write my negative thoughts down for a month or two and challenge those thoughts, I know my brain is going to start thinking positively. I just know that works for me. So yeah, it definitely gets easier. And you're, you're more thinking about it every day too. I'm thinking about being mindful now instead of not. So <laughs> it just, I don't know, it kind of becomes a habit, I should say, <laughs> a good habit. Yeah. Well, and you're, you're also really aware of when it's creeping back up again, because yeah. the bad news, the good news is it gets easier. The bad news is it never totally goes away. And it's, our yeah. minds are very much like a garden. I mean, you can plant a gorgeous rose bush and it's looking beautiful. It's going to get weeds and you do have to pull the weeds. Yep. And that's, 
Absolutely. It sounds like that's what you're going through right now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh-oh. I catch it quicker. You know, I caught it quicker. I knew what was going on. You can, I don't, you know your body better. So you know what's happening. And I think acknowledging it is one of the first steps to actually managing it. And I was able to acknowledge it, you know, quicker than the 20 years it took me before. <laughs> <laughs> That's your skill because you worked on your skill. Exactly. Well, well so Annette, okay, what are you like now? I know you were oh. the um you were the the regular at the hospital. You had a VIP pass. Oh. Yeah. Um <laughs> and but I've heard you say things like, I feel so proud of myself. I'm so strong. Yeah. I felt so accomplished. And overall, I mean, I, I know we've talked about some of the the stuff creeping back in, but what are some of the the really good, strong things that you, that you feel about you right now? Uh, I still feel proud of myself and I feel proud uh, for everything that I've accomplished. And I feel proud that I have turned such a passion for bucket lists into a career. I feel it's amazing to me that you can take something like that and now, you know, I don't have to work a nine to five job. I actually wake up and I work I don't, doing what I love doing. Like every day, I don't even want to go to sleep because I'm so excited about all the things that I'm doing with Bucket List, with my blog, with my shop, with, with all these things, you know, with my social media. So, yeah, so that part I'm super happy about. Um, Did that... um how in a super just short version, this we could do a yeah. whole other episode on this, but yeah. if you were to say maybe one or two things that that led you to that, would it I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I am. <laughs> it sounds I'll like let you, you like, know if they're correct. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you followed your passion is one thing. I was just curious what kind of main things led you to this amazing, fulfilling career. Yeah. Um I absolutely followed my passion, of course, but I also learned how to make it a business too. You can't just follow your passion and just think that all that's going to come to you. So I did a lot of research, which I was passionate about too, you know, just finding different ways of how to make, uh, to monetize a blog or how to monetize your social media and all those things, because I knew what I wanted was one freedom. I wanted freedom to work wherever I wanted to in the world and be able to travel, be able to live my bucket list. I knew I wanted to help other people live their bucket list. Um, And so those were my goals always in the back of my head. And so that was always what was pushing me forward. That's Guys, whatever you're doing, you want to follow your passion, follow your inclinations and what actually interests you. And you know, it's what a wonderful time we live in right now where you can you can learn anything in the world. <laughs> There's yeah. so much available to us. And insane. so <laughs> it's insane. I feel like I learned everything I know about blogging, social media, about everything online for free. Like yeah. it, it, you have access to learn everything. And even some of my bucket list things, like I um, had a bucket list goal of learning how to play a song on the harmonica. I never picked up a harmonica before. You go to YouTube, I learned in like an hour. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> That's great. I I made a patio in my backyard based on a bunch of YouTube, <laughs> YouTube videos. Oh my God. Okay. That is way more impressive than my harmonica song. 
<laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can come and play the harmonica on the patio and it'll just be <laughs> accomplishments. But guys, so follow your passion. Know that it's going to be hard work and just research. But whatever you want to do is it's available to you. You just got to follow that passion and, and get your booty to work. Um, yeah. Okay, let's talk about our listeners and how can they make a bucket list for themselves? How does one begin a bucket list? Um, I think that it's mostly like trying to figure out what you want to put on your bucket list. So how to find the ideas. I think that's where most people kind of get stumped because they have all these ideas and dreams and goals kind of floating around in their head, but they never got out of their head. They didn't write it down. They didn't store it somewhere or put it in a binder or anything. And that's really what you need to do. So you need to find a place to store all your ideas and then start searching for those ideas. Some things are just going to come off the top of your head naturally because you know that you've always wanted to do it. Um, but there's also like you can list different categories like adventure, career, uh, giving, creativity. You can, and then what do I want to do under all these categories? You can ask yourself a list of questions like, um, where in the world do you want to visit? Or if you have one month to live, what would you do? So you can do all these things to kind of inspire ideas. And then you'll write it all down and figure out what do I want to work on now? Or do I want to break this list down into like, this is what I want to do this year. This is what I want to do this month. And then you start getting to work on those goals. You have something that can help us do this, right? Don't you have a, I do. a list maker? I have, have it. Tell us about <laughs> it. Um, I, I have a shop called Bucking Co. And it has a bucket list bundle. It's printable. So it includes all the questions to ask yourself. It includes a template that where you can store this list. Uh, it includes different breakdowns like of yearly, monthly. So you can break all your big lists down. Um, it includes a daily planner. So you can write everything you need to do that day in order to work on that goal. So it has a lot of stuff. It's 15 pages of things. So you can find that on my shop. And then I also have a list on that shop of 2000 bucket list ideas. So if you don't want to go through all the questions of asking yourself, just get the list of bucket list ideas <laughs> and then go through them all and pick which ones you want to do. Look <laughs> a cow, step one. <laughs> exactly. It's very fun. <laughs> well, what I like about your, your list is you, you know, you can just pull out a piece of notebook paper and write down yeah. your list, but I like how you've got these categories and this organization and I mean, you've been doing this for years and years, and you're really the expert on bucket lists and how to structure it in a way that works for you. And so I, I love that you've got these kind of tailored items that we can have that are available to us, like everything on the internet. It's something that we yeah. can get. I like that a lot. Well, so, okay, how does somebody know what to prioritize? So some, you know, do you do what's easiest? Do you do what's hardest? How, how do you get going on this thing? Um, what I what I typically do is I look for one large goal that I want to work on, and then I also pick a small goal. So I'm working usually on two, maybe three goals at a time because I'm like that. <laughs> but I have this one goal, the large one, and I promise that I will do something every day 
towards that big goal. It could be tiny. It doesn't have to be this ginormous step that you're going to take every day. It could be just like to research something or to call somebody. It could be whatever, just as long as I know I'm moving forward on that. And in the meantime, I'm also working on a small goal that is going to be completed fairly quickly because it kind of just gives me motivation to carry on with the big goal because you feel like, yes, I accomplished something. I can celebrate. Um, and so I just keep rotating out through the small ones as I'm working on the large ones. You're always accomplishing something, and that's a good feeling. Gives you momentum. Yeah. And yeah now, I've, I must just commend you on your use of the word ginormous. I don't think I've oh. <laughs> heard it used with such uh, flair and passion <laughs> in a long time. Good for you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word. It's a great word. It's like hum- it. humongous. <laughs> Another word that's recently come back into um, my site is is crap load or crap ton. You know, those are. Those oh my god, I say that all the time. A crap ton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, I'm okay, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> well, what do you? What do you suggest for people who who want to do things, but their circumstances, their time, their money makes it really hard or unrealistic? Yeah, I totally understand that. Because actually, when I started my bucket list and promising that I was going to start working towards it, I literally was broke. It was during the 2008 recession. It was terrible. Um, and so I just picked those things that I could do that were either cheap or free. I actually have a cheap and free bucket list on my website. <laughs> so there's a lot of ideas there. Um, but I would just do simple things like it'd be hike a new trail that I'd never done before, go to a park that I always wanted to visit, uh, take a new route to work, just little things that kind of got me excited. You know, it was, or try a new food. I would go to the grocery store into like the ethnic section and I would just pick something that was random that I'd never heard of. My husband loves when I do this. <laughs> she says sarcastically. Yes. I got this whole spread. Let's try it. He's like, no, <laughs> but I just love it. I mean, actually those were some of the funnest times. I don't think you have to have a lot of money because it was just something new and something different. So I would say just start small and just do local things until you can afford, you know, or have the time to do other things that you want to do. And you're really big on today. Like start today. Don't wait. Get going. Can you give us, let's see, an inspirational message on how to just, just get started today? Why, why wait? Um, I think that people should immediately stop dreaming about their bucket list and start living it. And I think that happens the moment you think about it. Like that needs to happen the moment you think about it because so many other things are going to come into your mind that you think about that are going to take you away from thinking about your dreams. And so you need to take action. And again, like I said, it doesn't have to be huge. It just has to be one little step you know, or one little promise that you're going to make yourself to work towards your dreams. You'll be surprised at how all the little steps lead you in the direction you want to go. It'll just that's, creep up on you. Yeah. That's good to know. Small stuff really adds up, you know, and I, I think we tend to, or we can tend to live our lives just for the next thing. Like, okay, I'll get to that when I get to it, you know, and there's not, 
not as much tendency, I guess, to just live in the moment and make things happen now. We're just waiting. We're saving yeah. money for when we retire and then we'll back. Exactly. Yes. So I like that you're, um, you're very pro now. Yes, definitely pro now. Yeah. <laughs> you can't wait. I know. And that's, I honestly, that's one of the things a lot of people said when I first started my bucket list, they'd be like, you're too young to have a bucket list. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? You think I'm going to be rappelling down a waterfall when I'm 90? Like, I, I think you're never too young or too old to have one. So I think you need to get started if you want to do all the things you want to do in life. And you never, I mean, not to be a downer, but we're not promised tomorrow. We have no idea what's going to happen. So get, get your booties busy. Um, I noticed on your blog, you have a couple, I don't know that they're exactly bucket lists, but they're kind of ideas for a twist on the bucket list. Like you have maybe a couple's bucket list or like, like a family list of things to do before college, or I may have made that up, but but you also have <laughs> there is a college bucket list, not a family one, but a college bucket list. Yeah. Oh, well, and you've got a list of kind, like I think you've got 75 random acts of kindness. And I, yeah. I think there are so many different ways you could do it. Just seems like you could make a bucket list out of anything that you want to do. That is correct. <laughs> I do. I honestly do believe that. And I think it's so much fun. Even like we have um, a date night bucket list or a couple's bucket list to go, to sit down with my husband and pick the things we want to put on our bucket list, you know, what to do as a couple, I think is so much fun. So yeah, I, I want everybody to experience that, whether it's a college bucket list or things to experience during high school or teens or with your best friend, or there's so many different things. Uh-huh. I really liked this idea of the the kindness one, yeah. because that's something you can do really small. You know, you could be, say hello to someone or give someone a compliment, which goes so far. And yeah. then maybe a big dream is one day I'd love to buy a car for somebody or so, you know? Oh yeah. That would be so wonderful. I think having a, like a kindness bucket list, you were talking about the gratitude list and how it can get a little redundant, but having a, a kindness bucket list, I think, um, gosh, just thinking about it right now, I feel kind of feel kind of tingly in my heart. I think it's yeah. um, exciting, and and uh, I feel some life bubbling up in there when I think about it. Yeah, I think especially especially those random acts of kindness is so yeah, it's simple. It's a simple thing to do for somebody, and it could totally change their whole day. So I love that one. Yeah, it makes a difference too. The little thi- mm-hmm. stuff. Kindness does make a difference. I spent a time thinking, does any of this matter? Because we are all going to die. So does it matter if we're kind to each other along the way? It does. It does make a difference. Okay. Where can people find you? What can we find in your shop? Tell us. We want to follow you and know all about what you're up to. So tell us how we can find you on that great big internet where we can find everything in the world. Big interweb. You can find me at uh, bucketlistjourney.net, which is my blog. And it has links to everything. But I'm also on Instagram at bucketlistjourney. And then my shop is buckingco.net. And on the shop, you will find my signature bucket list boss tank top (laughs) and then other shirts and hats and all the printables. There's a million or it's a ginormous plethora (laughs) of printables. It's a a lot of, yeah, it's a crap ton. Yeah. There's a crap ton of printables on the shop, Uh, different bucket lists that you might want to download and be able to work towards. And you have a newsletter too, right? 
I do have a newsletter. You can absolutely sign up for that. You can go to the blog and there is a link. Um, and actually, when you sign up for the newsletter, you will get those 2000 bucket list ideas for free. Do that. <laughs> That's great. I'm just so glad to know we can find you. You're uh, you're somebody I certainly want to follow. And I am. I'm pretty sure everyone listening is going to think, oh, what a neat what a neat gal. Um, all right. Uh, so, Annette, are you ready for your, your joy questions? I am ready for my joy questions. Yeah. All right. Buckle up, sister. Yeah, I know. Uh, Bring it on. <laughs> You've taken the joy style quiz. Uh, do you know what your joy style is and what about that resonates with you? Um, yes, I think it's no surprise that <laughs> I am a joy writer. <laughs> and I think, God, so many things resonated with me on this one. Um, but I think I'm curious and open-minded, but I can go with the flow, flexible. Um, I think I'm brave in a way that I'm willing to face a fear. I might be scared, but I'll do it scared. <laughs> so I'm willing to take a risk even, yeah, even if I'm afraid, so. I think that's what brave is. I'm not so sure you can be brave without being afraid. Yeah. Philosophy yeah. here. We're having philosophy class. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so profound. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite simple luxury? Um, gosh, a really great cup of jasmine green tea or a really great glass of red wine. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, what's your, <laughs> what kind of red do you like? Uh, typically, I'll drink a Cabernet. Yeah. Very nice. Where's the most beautiful place you've ever been? Oh, my gosh. I think, oh boy, there's so many beautiful places. It's um, I was in Guyana, and <laughs> we took this little plane to Kaitur Falls. It was this waterfall and we were the only one there. And it was absolutely stunning, this waterfall. Just so beautiful to be amongst nature and just be by yourselves. And so that was one memory I have of the zillion, but that was one. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. What is one of your big obstacles to joy? Uh, absolutely. Fear and anxiety is one of my biggest obstacles. Yeah. Uh, what do you love about being a woman? Oh boy. Um, I love that women are so strong and resilient and, but also soft at the same time. And I just think we are so damn tough. Like we can be met with a million different obstacles and figure out a way to navigate them all, which I just find fascinating. Women are freaking awesome. I'm just thinking of Steel Magnolias and Sally yeah. Field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. In three words, what is the meaning of life? That's a great question. Um, improving the world. Ooh, that's a great one. I think that just leaving the world better than you found it in whatever way that fills your soul. Mm. That sounds very Girl Scout, too, but on a global scale. <laughs> I was not a Girl Scout. <laughs> I wouldn't either, but it sounds like them, right? <laughs> okay. What prayer or blessing or wish do you want to give to the people who are listening to us right now? 
I mean, I think I said it before, but I want for every person to stop dreaming about their bucket list and to start living it by facing their fears and just promising to take that first step forward. That's great. That's great. (laughs) All right, Annette, thanks a million for being on here and helping us kick off the new year. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) All right, girl, we'll catch you next time. Okay, guys, that's it. A huge thanks to Annette for such a fun and inspiring conversation. I will share that one thing that's on my bucket list for this year is to go camping. I have talked about it and dreamed about it. I have a dream to have a a camper of some sort and just tour the country with my family. Um, But we've never done, I've never been camping. So I think I need to go to see if I actually like it. And I'm going to be loose here on what that requires. It could be laying on the dirt in a tent. (laughs) It could be in a a pop-up camper or glamping somewhere. I'm going to be loose with it, but uh, no cabins, just somewhere out in nature in a camping-like scenario. And that's one thing for sure I want to do this year. So give a think to what you want to do. And they can be fun things, serious things, very lofty things. They can be small things. You can start your kindness list, your couple list, your parenting list, whatever it is you want to do. And remember, I am here to help you. I want to help you succeed. I want you to live a life that you love and you are so proud of. And that can begin this year. And if you've already got a life you love, yay for you. Do you still need anything else? Do you want to check anything off of your your life dream list that you've put off, but maybe it's time for? Well, remember, I am here to help, and I have coaching packages that are one-on-one to help you. We talk all about you and all about what you want to do with your life and what you want to do, what kind of choices you can make to bring you the most joy and purpose in your life. And I've got the new package out, the Clarity Package. Check that one out. That might be a good place to start, but I have a few other options on there that might be a better fit for you as well. Uh, Oh, and I have a free 20-minute conversation with you and me. If you're not sure, if you don't know what life coaching is, if you don't know if this is for you, or if you don't know if you and I would even fit together, that's all totally fine. Uh, Schedule a free consultation with me. We'll just connect, chat, See how it goes? And then from there, if you would like to coach, I'm here to help you. Okay, so that is all on makeitjoy.com. That's going to be on the work with me page. Okay, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope that this uh, inspired you, a little fire underneath you, and um, I hope that it was really fun. So as you go forward, look at this through the lens of possibility, the lens of um, expectation, hope, and Fun, fun, fun. Okay, I'll catch you next time. Bye, guys. Okay, gang, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've been inspired, encouraged, and have had a great time. If you'd like to know more about working with me, having me as your own personal coach, check out my website, www.makeitjoy.com. You'll also find all of my resources, recommendations, and freebies on there as well. If this podcast is your kind of thing, I would so appreciate your support. Please leave me a five-star review and help spread the word. If you'd like to say hello, I would love to hear from you. Send an email to caroline at makeitjoy.com. I will read it and I will get back to you. I love the Make It Joy community. Y'all are a really beautiful, lovely group of people, and I appreciate you all so much. Enjoy being you. Enjoy.
enjoy your life and go make it joy. I'll see you next time.